This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Play fake, Jones rolls left, throws left, wide open for the touchdown is Bellinger. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Yeah, all right, it's Monday. Eddie, what's up? Um, Al, go. But this day sucks. This sucks. This day sucks for you, Jerry. I was just looking at uh, the NFL picks from uh, the the show from Friday. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to start uh, just every pick I take, I'm going to take the opposite goddamn pick because everything I do is wrong. Everything. Every one of you took the Cowboys. Every one of you took the Browns. What was that yesterday? Not sure. Can you please explain to me what in the hell that was yesterday? Got ugly early, Jerry. It was – they didn't belong on the same field with the Packers. And that defense – fire Dan Quinn. I'm so I'm so sick of everything. Well, he's going to get a head coach. No, Jack. I don't know that he is after that crap performance that team put out there yesterday. You can, you can yell at Dak all you want, and he wasn't great yesterday for sure, despite the numbers, which are uh, – what do they call it? Uh, look better than it was. Let's yes. put it that way. Padded at the end there, Jerry. Yeah, more than padded. That defense was trash yesterday. I mean, the Packers, they not only did they laugh in the Cowboys' faces, the Packers win the coin toss. In the year 2023, what does almost every single team do when they win the coin toss? You want the ball at the half instead. Yeah. The Packers said, no, you know what? We're going to take it and just jam it right down your throat and embarrass you. 12 plays, 75 yards. Eight minutes, and it was 7 nothing in a blink. And then on top of that, you can say what you want about the interceptions. No good. Darnell Savage makes it 27 nothing. probably turn out the lights. But the Cowboys come back and score. Yes, they only get a field goal, but they come back. They make it 27-10, first drive of the third quarter. And you're thinking, all right, how about this defense goes out and gets a stop? We got a ball game. No. Five plays, 75 yards, touchdown. Cowboys come back, score another touchdown, two-point conversion. You're within 16 or within 18 points. How about they get a stop and maybe we got a ball game? No. How about three plays in 75? You're right in your ass. I mean, un- that was awful. It was so awful yesterday if you're a Cowboy fan. And if you're a Packer fan or a Cowboy hater, enjoy it. Because that was that was about as bad a playoff game as I remember ever watching. Yeah, there were multiple times in that game where it felt like it was... Over even early. Yeah, I agree. Like, it, like you said, the Packers go down, score seven nothing. Dak throws that pick that initially looks like it's returned for a touchdown, and then they score. Jair anyway. Alexander, yes. Even at fourteen nothing, it just felt like felt dead. Yeah, it felt like it was already the momentum was already completely in. And then, like you said, at the you know going into the half at twenty seven, what they go in at twenty seven? It was twenty seven seven. Twenty seven seven. Getting the ball to start the third quarter, and then getting a field goal instead of a touchdown because they looked good. They came out of that thing. They maybe they heard the Jimmy Johnson uh, speech on Fox, but they looked like they reset. It was like okay, we're resetting. We're gonna march right down the field, and then come away with a field goal instead of a touchdown. And then, like you said, Packers go right down in five plays over. Like Al. 
it was five plays and 75 yards in a blink, and it it was the 46-yard pass play to Romeo Dobbs that set it up. And can someone cover somebody? Like, honestly, for this, was Micah Parsons on the field yesterday? I, 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 I Oh, my God. I don't even know what that was. I really don't. And not only Mike McCarthy fired, quit! How about this? Walk into his office this morning and say, my bad. You can't win 12 games three years in a row in the regular season and be this awful in the postseason and expect to keep your job. And he's been good in the regular season, but they looked so overmatched and outcoached yesterday by LaFleur. Come on. Oh, that was just, I mean. Well, everyone on Twitter did the oh. same jokes. Like, I opened up my Twitter this morning because everyone going, uh, oh, uh, Bill Belichick is getting the Cowboy. Oh, Bill Belichick. It was all Bill Belichick and the Cowboy jokes. Well, so here, all right, so here's the problem. Well, that and uh, Donald Trump. You're fired. You're oh, fired. Get out. You're fired, <laughs> which was funny. Um, here's the problem Mike McCarthy has in terms of keeping his job. Some years there's good candidates. Some years there's not. Some years you got to go younger. Well, you've got, forget Bill Belichick. Maybe he, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. But if they decide to go in a different direction, and Jerry Jones was pissed and really sad, I thought, after the game. You've got Bill Belichick, Pete Carroll, Mike Vrabel all out there. You're going to tell me they're not a better option than him? Would you take all those guys? You would. 100%. Because here's why. Pete Carroll has a postseason success. Bill Belichick we know about. And Mike Vrabel, I believe in. I think he's a very good coach. But why? They were losing 48-16. to 48-16. I thought the Dolphins embarrassed them. I'm mocking the Dolphins for that crap they put out there. They didn't want to be there on Saturday night. I'm mocking Joe Flacco's second half. And the Cowboys were worse. Worse. But why do, like, if a team has success in the regular season, right, whether that be the quarterback, Dak Prescott, or the head coach, Mike McCarthy, why do, and and I was seeing this stuff about Tua right after the game. Is Tua the future? Should the Dolphins move in a different direction? It's one game. That, and that's the problem well, with NFL playoffs versus baseball. So if you go in there and you have a seven-game series and you lose, you probably were the worst team. In football, sometimes just one day isn't your day. Except for the Cowboys, it's a repeated problem. It's not just one game. But is it is it's it not. just crazy statistics? Because what is the real difference between a playoff game and a regular season just game? Just that the stakes are higher and that your season's over after the game. So you need to know if you've got the men in the locker room that have the, uh, what did the Chris Russo say, the juspa? The Juspa. <laughs> the Hutzpah. The Hutzpah. Uh, you got to know if you guys got the the stones to go out there and get it done. I don't know. Like the one the one narrative that's out there, and I don't know that this is true or not. I, I, I guess it felt like that is the fact that the Cowboys got very tight when the, when the Packers went down the field and just like a warm knife through butter. We're like, oh, well, what is this? And maybe that's the case. I have no idea. All I know is is that's not the same team that I watched for almost 17 weeks this season. Right, but they had a, a week or two in there where they they played very poorly, right? Sure. Oh, absolutely. They yeah. had a couple of games they played poorly. So, but again, this is a repeated postseason problem for the Cowboys. This isn't like, so a few years ago, they were one and done with Mike McCarthy. Won 12 games, one and done. You know what? It happens. We, we got it. Okay, no problem. They won 12 games. Mike McCarthy's first year, a lot of progress. All good. 
the next year they win a game in Tampa. Mm, wasn't a good team. They win. Then they go out and they lose the next game. All right, well, you know, progress. They won a game. Then they go out and lay a, I mean, just a, they looked like crap. So to me, it's not one. It's really three years in a row. There were even people that were just dismissing that Bucks win last year because Tampa, uh, they weren't really very good, and that team was was broken. This is three terrible endings in three straight seasons for this team. So for the Dolphins, you, I think you're right. You can make that case. I think for the Cowboys, this is something now uh, that they've done over and over and over again. The Dolphins, because why? Because it it was only well, it's their first time. And what about? Also, like, the weather had to play a yeah, yeah. major factor. Now, I think there are them. other circumstances there. Like, the Dolphins didn't finish the season well, so maybe it was trending in this direction. But what I'm saying is, to your point, it's the first time. Well, was it the first? Yeah, I guess. It really is the first time they looked that bad, like, in a playoff game like that, where they were non, they were really non-competitive. Aside from one pass play to Tyreek Hill, what did they do? Like, nothing. Um, for the Cowboys, it's three seasons in a row. And then you go back to all the... You know, you talk about not making rash decisions. Well, think about all the playoff losses they had with Jason Garrett. He didn't fire him. He kept looking at progress and looking at the way they played in the regular season, was hoping that they would finally break through. They never did. The problem now is it's three years in a row with Mike McCarthy. It's the same script, and you've got outstanding choices out there that have won in the postseason. Now, McCarthy did too one time, but I can make the case, and there's a lot of football fans that will say he won one time with – some people say the greatest quarterback we've ever seen in Aaron Rodgers. They won once. So, uh, dude, I don't know. <laughs> what up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. But just the, even this thought that there are people going, should the Cowboys stick with Dak Prescott? Well, there, how, are, there have been Dak haters forever. Knowing how, how desperate teams are for quarterbacks, and we give Daniel Jones big money, you really you really don't want Dak Prescott on your team? I love That's Dak stupid. Prescott. I love Dak Prescott. And I think he's taken, and he even said he played awful yesterday. I thought, so the first interception, the Jair Alexander interception, and I'm not making excuses for him. It was what it was. I think I've killed them enough, so to be fair. I thought Alexander was holding Brandon Cooks, and I thought the ball was actually put in the right spot. He got away with you know a holding penalty, gets the interception, nice play, whatever. The Savage one was bad because he didn't see him. But other than that, and I know that's a big one because it made it 27-0, I thought Dak was let down by C.D. Lamb, who I don't know what the hell was going on with him yesterday. And the only guy that showed up, Michael Gallup showed up, and Jake Ferguson showed up. Other than that, I mean, Brandon Cooks did next to nothing. C.D. Lamb looked like he didn't want to play. Um, Tony Pollard, I, can't, they don't run the ball, so they had no run game, and their best receiver was a complete no-show, and the hell with those stats. Those stats were garbage at the end. He did nothing. Yeah, I mean, that game was 48-16 uh, to 16 Oh, I know. in the fourth quarter. I'm aware. Yeah. Yep. Love to love to Dobbs, another one. Uh, please, whatever. Because 48-32... While it looks bad, it looks like, yeah, we put up 32 points and put up a fight. No, they didn't. Yeah, it was. It was I mean, it was listen, not. they put up enough of a fight that after, I mean, and who was that stiff 
that came in to play quarterback after uh, after not Julian after Jordan Love played, whoever their backup is. I'm like, then this is, Clifford was his last time. I think I'm like this is embarrassing. Clifford. But then after they went three and out and the Cowboys scored, Lafleur was like, all right, enough of this. Guys, back in the game. But uh, whatever. It was funny to see uh, a couple different backup quarterbacks in games because the team was get was blow, that guy. The Texans had had a backup quarterback in at one point. Yeah. Yeah, because they – and that's another thing. No more with this experience versus a – shut up with that. It doesn't matter anymore. C.J. Stroud is 19 years old, and he's out there beating 45-year-old Joe Flacco, who's won a Super Bowl and a million playoff games. Yeah, that went well in the second half. Oh, come on. All right, you're right. Well, that's what they say is the – oh, well, they don't have uh, playoff experience. doesn't matter. But that's what I'm saying about this: the Cowboys' losses in the playoffs. You know how, like, when you go to roulette, Jerry, and you look up and, like, 15 reds have come out in a row and you go, I should play black? Sure. This is what I do. Yeah. But really, statistically, it's got the same chance of coming out red as it does black. Even though it's come out red 100 times, one has... one red has nothing to do with the other red coming out. So they knew. All right. So, so I'm you, saying these Cowboy losses in the playoffs, one has nothing to do with the other. They're no, been completely different teams. Hundred percent. There's no. There's no question about that. It's it's like the Jets. If you think about like the Jets have had every every time a Jet fan will be like, you know, well, I've been watching this for 50 years. It's never going to change. And I would always sit there, especially when I covered them. I'm like, guys, these kids they just drafted don't even know what the Jets are. So it's going to be different. And yet every year it's the same god thing. Explain to me then why, and some people will say, Jerry Jones made a deal with the devil back in the 90s. <laughs> They're just stuck in hell right now. Yeah. Um, then why is it that this unbelievable franchise has not been in an and They haven't been in an NSC championship game. I think it's the longest drought except for Washington, and there's one other team, I forget who. Like, Every other team, the Jets have been in the championship games. Must be Detroit. Yeah, all right, it's Detroit. Detroit and Washington, I think. Like, they just, every single year, they falter in the postseason. They've got good talent. They've got good players. It doesn't matter. Tony Romo, Dak Prescott, doesn't matter. I, I'd be thrilled to have a great season and get there every year. So many teams are so yeah, bad. Yeah, here's what it feels like. You're right. It's as if... You know, you talk about the baseball season being too long. It feels like the 17 weeks is all for nothing. It, it feels like the Yankees for the last 15 years. Fantastic regular season and then out in the postseason. Like, that's not what you sign up for. And it's almost as if when you win this many games every year, it's like you're just waiting for the postseason. And then you get there and, you, and you're done. And that's it. See ya. Get out. Oh. Hmm. oh, I don't know why these things still bother me. I really don't. I thought I was past this. I, <laughs> you are not, Jerry. No, I'm not. And I, hmm, I think if they would have lost next week to Detroit, because Detroit could have beaten them the last time they played a few weeks ago, I'm not going to say it's better because you've got you still would fall short of the NFC Championship game, but at least you kind of, I don't know, you won 12 games, you won a playoff game, and you lost to a really good Lions team. The Packers are fine. Jordan Love played outstanding yesterday. They are not 48-16 better than the Cowboys. I mean. Why does he always throw off his back foot? It looks so know. weird. I, I don't know. I have no idea. It works, though. It works. It looks kind of cool and casual, I'll tell you that. He's got a hell of an arm. He does. And how about the Packers? Favre, Rodgers, Love. And you know what they both have in common? Rodgers and Love. They sat there 
and watched for a couple of years. And then a little growing pains in the early part of the season, and now he looks like they got themselves another another franchise he quarterback. Does. He was outstanding. They look so well prepared for that game, it made me sick. God, that first drive was a thing of beauty. It Eight, was. Seven minutes and 52 seconds. And I know on the second play of the game, I think it was the second play of the game. I'd have, I'm trying to think back. I didn't write it down. But the second play of the game, which was like a second and eight or something, and the Cowboys had them stopped for a loss. There was a penalty on the Cowboys. Gave them an auto. I think it was holding on the defense. It might have been on Deron Bland. Automatic first down. And he's right. Oh, God. I think Jordan Love got himself some good karma prior to the game because I was reading a story prior to the game that I guess the day before he had uh, helped out a college student who her car got stuck in the snow. And he first drove past her. Like you? Yeah. <laughs> then he circled back and went and tried to help her push her car out of the snow. Good. Great. I bet you he drove by, and then he was like, you know what? I could use some good playoff karma. Or he felt I bad for her. I better circle back. Or he felt bad for her. Or it was a girl and not a guy. Right. That's a big part of it, too. Kind of like when, uh, who was it that helped out with the charity? Uh, Mike Vrabel. For, that's right. And we so said, you, let me guess, hot chick. And you looked her up. Yep, hot chick. Hot chick. Kind of the way that goes. <laughs> All right, we'll we'll take a break. When we come back, we can talk about uh, the Lions. I actually feel pretty good for the Lions and their fans yes. with their win over uh, Matthew Stafford and the Rams. First, Al has something to tell you.